are various signposts by which we mark the beginning of the holiday season. My favorite is John Waters' return to Portland for his annual A John Waters Christmas Show at the Aladdin Theater. It always sells out and has again this year. Nevertheless, it's a chance to talk with John about the show and all the exciting things he's been up to over the past year. We know each other from my Baltimore days. I was born there and spent far too many decades there before I escaped Portland. Mine was his final interview of the day. Lucky us. Welcome back, John Waters. Well, here we are again, John. It's Christmas time. <laughs> Another year. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, ho, ho. Uh-huh. Listen, first of all, before we get to the to the show, which is at the Aladdin Theater coming up, and who knows, who knows, it was there were only a few tickets left this morning, so maybe it's even sold out by now. But well, um, you're going to push it right over into sold out territory. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Listen, I just want to congratulate you on having a star on the Hollywood Boulevard Walk of Fame. Yeah, that's exciting, and, and actually just as exciting is the huge show I have at the Academy Awards Museum, which is 12 rooms of curated stuff from all my films that they worked on for three and a half years. Who would have wow. ever imagined that the Oscars would sponsor a John Waters show? I mean, it's astonishing in a great way. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm not alone in hoping that there would be a little turd in the part of the design of the uh, star. No, but I've seen pictures already of people who have pl- left plastic ones there already. Right, you know, that seems not too original to me. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just as long as there's no real dog shit. But I have a really good guard because um, it's right out front of Larry Edmonds Bookshop, which is the really oldest film bookshop that I've ever known in America, and I've been going there for 50 years. So um, it's really exciting that it's right out front of there, and they they watch over me. Yeah. So I did, I did see pictures of the uh, of of the costumes at the at the Oscars the, the Oscars uh, museum thing. That's amazing. That's just amazing. Yeah, no, they had everything because see, I've had a film archive at Wesleyan University since the mid eighty or mid around nineteen ninety, I guess. Uh-huh. No, before that eighties. And I just kept giving them everything there, so I didn't even remember what was in it. I didn't even realize we still had the Debbie Harry wig that explodes. And, uh, <laughs> so, no, it's it's amazing. And just to walk through it is, is like you're on that TV show, This Is Your Life. You probably don't have any viewers that are old enough to remember that. But uh, it was it was astounding. And, you know, everybody was there. I had my whole family there that was living. And, you know, the old Dreamlanders, the ones, you know, Pat was there sobbing. She couldn't believe it. Pat well, of course Mink, was, yeah. Mink gave the... Mink and Ricky Lake gave the speech at the uh, Hollywood Star of Fame with Greg Gorman. So that was exciting, too. It was, it was really wonderful. Any, any costumes from the old, I mean, the really old days, the multiple maniacs days? No, like the red dress that Divine wore in Pink Flamingos, which is probably the most iconic. That yes. Even Balenciaga did an exact copy of this year, and <laughs> Isabel Huppert wore it to the Met Ball. And I know he was referencing it because the Balenciaga ad on TV played the music from Pink Flamingos in the background. <laughs> John, how is that possible? <laughs> I know. How is any of it possible? It's amazing. The the American government just put Pink Flamingos as one of the great American movies. Did they see it? No, it's, it's really exciting. But here's my favorite thing. Pink Flamingos played on Turner Classics. How could that be? But here was their, in their program. Here was how they described it. The favorite thing that's ever been written about me. That woman lives in trailer. <laughs> That's all it said. 
That made me laugh. I just was just thought, what publicist came up with this? A genius. But that woman lives to There it is. And you're not even allowed to say the F word anymore. No. <laughs> That's hilarious. I did watch it, of course, when it was on TCM. Didn't and everyone, it was uncut, right? Yeah. Didn't everyone watch it? Imagine you can see a singing asshole right on with your family watching <laughs> sit around. I, it is astounding. It is because it's worse now than it was then. Much worse. Political. Everybody's so nervous about everything. Yeah. So it's actually worse. <laughs> well, I, I offer you my congratulations for being worse Thank than you, you ever worse than you ever were. <laughs> Yeah, I am in a way, and but yet it's more accepted, which is the ultimate kind of delight that that now I am in a position of things that you know I used to want to be an outsider, but now everybody does something an insider, which is way more perverse. Much, much more perverse. Because I didn't change. No, of course you didn't. <laughs> I mean, none of us did I mean, really. I mean, a lot of most of us didn't. You know, I mean. No, well, I know some people that turned into Trumpites, the people that used to be weathermen. Yeah, luckily, I don't know any of those. I know a few, and I, I, it's always amazing to me. And I mean, you know, like Roseanne Barr, I knew her before she was a complete flaming liberal. And now, you know, she, but her TV show was funny. She did say one funny right-wing thing in her comedy show. She said, I know why I got COVID. I quit smoking. <laughs> That's funny, I think. It is funny. <laughs> Well, listen, what will you be bringing to uh, Passive Aggressive Central here at the Aladdin Theater in Portland? Well, yeah, I come there every year. It's like coming home to play there. Um, I'm gonna, yeah. My whole, it's completely a completely different show than it was last year at Christmas. Completely rewritten. Mm -hmm. This year I'm getting for Christmas what I've wanted. I'm completely astonished at the new sexual revolution. Yes? Yeah. They've managed to do what I never thought possible. They predictably made the right wing uptight, but they made the left wing nervous, too. And now I'm a middle-of-the-road radical. <laughs> By doing what? The non-binary thing. There's no such thing. Every person is trans now. When I go to all these things, a year ago they were hipsters. Now they're trans. It's great. It's amazing. I think maybe, am I a woman? I didn't realize it. I don't know. It's all kind of really exciting because it's so new and it's so accepted so quickly with young people. But I like to hear, I do hear parents saying, can't you just be gay, which does make me laugh. These are ones that a year ago would have been uptight about that. <laughs> Listen, uh, uh, we are going to run the picture that you sent, the one of you holding your foot and your leg parallel to the ground. Well, that's my human pink flamingo shot, kind of. It's kind of. I am double-jointed. I can still do that kind of stuff. Well, there's something new that people don't know about John Waters. But I have a minute that I'm a contortionist, but also yes. I might in my 80s do a contortionist act where I roll around like a circle. <laughs> and, well, I, I love contortionist acts. They're so frightening. But, yeah. So maybe I'll do that when I'm 80. I'll do that or puppet yeah. shows, one of the two. Yeah. You could you, you have to have the right music. You know? Well, if I roll around in a circle, I guess it would be, I'm going to be your wheel someday. I'm going to be somebody. Going <laughs> <laughs> to have you have music in the in the show at, at the Aladdin, right? No, no, no. you got to pay royalties if I sing it more than that one line. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Huh. Yeah. I learned about the hard way. I guess. <laughs>
And the poster, you is a blow-up dial. It's a, it's a, it's a, uh, that was my Christmas card last year. Didn't you get one? I got one. It's sitting right here next to my desk. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, I is a blow-up doll. Yes, that was... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that was exciting, and at least they don't have the valve in my private area. <laughs> is this uh, recent uh, latent latex proclivity? Is what? Is this a, a recent latex proclivity on your part? What do you mean? You like you like being? Do you like latex? No, I'm not. <laughs> no, that's not a fetish I have. I just like the idea of a blow-up doll, which is so weird because. I bought a Justin Bieber one that was really rude. All he did was stick a dog and draw his hair on it, but it was totally unauthorized or anything. <laughs> but that gave me the idea. Um, so, um, but it's definitely a neuter. <laughs> it's non-binary. Actually, that blow-up doll of me is non-binary. Well, how? That's see, you just you can't help being cool. Well, I don't know about that. I just try to make people. I just try to make people laugh. I've always been a comedian, and I'm trying to talk about things that maybe people are nervous about. But at the same time, I'm nervous about it. I'm learning too to adapt to this new world. So um, I think we have to be open. I'm not a separatist. I think I, I like to hang around with all different types of people that are extreme. Though I just don't want to hang around in the middle, even though that's where I am now for the first time in my life. Because the self-righteousness of the left and the closed-mindedness of the right, I don't like either. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, uh, I never have, really. Uh, I remember what, back in the old days, the the, the left, the, the commies came and held us prisoner in, in, in the office of, of Harry, the newspaper. I remember that. And, yeah. and, well, we, but I always made fun of hippie political correctness, too, right. and multiple maniacs. Right. Same thing. Mm -hmm. I always made of the rules that outsiders live by. Not our parents. We already rejected them, and now the outsiders have more rules than my parents. And, and they were so stupid. Um, the, yeah, the, but the, the communist thing always... I remember the cock cats when I was in San Francisco, yeah. all on acid, with beards, in drag, reading the communist manifesto, <laughs> thinking the revolution was going to happen. And yeah. I said, honey, that's not going to happen to you. I, yeah. I don't hate to say anything, but I... <laughs> You know, and Che Guevara was really homophobic and put people in camps. <laughs> well, he did. When Castro they, was the, it was the worst place to be gay in Cuba. <laughs> when they came to to hold us prisoner, the commies, they called themselves Balto Kong, which was really dumb. Like like Viet Cong. Oh, Viet Cong. Balto well, Kong. Well, you know, they people do crazy. I did crazy things when I was young and believed things that you know. I remember I went to picket against the pyramid building being put up in San Francisco. Now I look at it, it's my favorite building in San Francisco. <laughs> I went to Isla Vista when they burned the Bank of America down. Now my money's in the Bank of America. <laughs> so everybody changes from their wild youth, but I, I find everybody should have a wild youth. Everybody should have extreme ideas when they're young. And some of them you keep, and some of them you turn into something else, and some of them get adapted, and some of them get even more radical. So it's, it's exciting to see extreme ideas. And extreme. we have the freedom to have them. We used to. I hope we still do. Yeah. yeah. Extreme everything. What makes the world go around? Yeah, it does. But everybody used to. I mean, even the, even the, the left-wing terrorists in the 60s had a sense of humor. That's I mean, very true. They would, 
you know, they would do ridiculous things, embarrass politicians and that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, I, I just think humor is important. Humor is terrorism if it's really good. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're right. Well, look, uh, everybody here is looking forward to seeing you. Um, thanks for giving me some time. Sure, it's good to hear your voice again, a flashback, and um, yeah. I will hopefully see you in Portland. That would be nice. Thanks a lot. All right, Tom. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Bye.